0: Hello, and welcome to Grim and Wim, unnerving tales to haunt, mystify, and spark curiosity. Let's be, be curious, curious together. together. Welcome to Unexplained Disappearances, a new addition to Grim and Wim, where we dive into unsolved FBI missing person cases. This is a topic that I'm very passionate about And my goal is to spread awareness of these cases with the dignity and respect that these very real people deserve. And with that, let's begin. So we're gonna get into the details of this case and do more of a deep dive, but what you need to know about this case, just sort of just the bare bone facts is that uh, Danielle Imbo and Richard Petrone had gone out just a night on the town. They went to a bar. On February 19th, 2005, they were with another couple, and when they left that bar, they were never seen again. Neither person has been recovered, and the truck that they were driving in also has never been recovered, which is very, very rare for something like that to happen. And as we get more into the case, what's frustrating about this case is that there really isn't hardly any physical evidence which can make a missing persons case very difficult um, at this time like I said they still haven't been found and it is considered a missing person case um, but this did happen in 2005 and it's now 2022 so because we don't have a lot of evidence and because we still haven't found their bodies that makes working on this case very difficult for the detectives. So we're gonna start by looking at some information on the FBI's missing persons um, page for Danielle, and then we'll look at Richard. So Danielle, uh, when she went missing, she was 34 years old. She was born in Pennsylvania on August 7th, 1970. And she has brown hair and hazel eyes. She is five foot five and around 117 pounds, and she is a white female. Danielle Imbo um, may have also gone under the name Danielle Odebre, um, or Odeber, um, which was her maiden name. She was married at the time of her disappearance, but she was going through the process of separating from her current husband, Joe Imbo. She has a tattoo of flowers on her lower back and when she was last seen she was wearing a dark colored jacket, cream colored sweater, and blue jeans. She typically wears three small silver rings on either her left or right middle finger and also during her disappearance um, she was holding a two-handle black purse and in the past, um, she had a job as a loan mortgage processor. So that is some background information, just kind of some bare bones information on Danielle. And we'll get a little bit more into her background as we go into the story. Next, let's look at Richard's page. So Richard Patron, our second person in our case, he was a white male, around 200 pounds and five foot nine with brown hair and blue eyes. Um, And he was also born in um, Pennsylvania. And he was born on August 29th, 1969. At the time of the disappearance, he was wearing a gray polo brand sweatshirt and blue jeans. And he also had a tattoo of the word Angela on his left arm and a tattoo of clowns on his right arm. One interesting part of this case is Patron's vehicle. So Richard Patron had a 2001 um, black over silver Dodge pickup truck with Pennsylvania license plates. Um, And there may have been a NASCAR sticker in the rear window. And we'll get a little bit more into his truck later, but basically it's a very large pickup truck. And the fact that it's been missing this entire time um, since 2005 has really stumped the investigators in the case. So now let's look more into the story of what happened that fateful night. During the time of the disappearance in 2005, Danielle was a resident of Mount Laurel, New Jersey, and was in the process of separating from her husband, Joe Imbo at the time of the disappearance. We'll talk a little bit more about Joe later on, um, but for right now, we're going to just focus on Danielle and Richard um, and that night. So Danielle had a two-year-old son at the time of her disappearance. During the separation, she had recently reconnected with our second person in the case, who is Richard Petrone. Richard had a 14-year-old daughter at the time of his disappearance. Richard and Danielle knew each other from high school and began what family and friends describe as an on-again, off-again relationship as adults. The couple were both fans of live music. Um, In fact, Danielle is known to be uh, a very beautiful singer and sometimes she would um, perform live music. Richard resided in Philadelphia and worked at his family's bakery. He drove a 2001 Dodge pickup truck, which is an important piece to this missing persons case. And like I said, we will talk a little bit more about that um, near the end. On the evening of Saturday, February 19th, 2005, Richard invited Danielle out to a night of live music and drinks at Appalines Bar and Restaurant located at 429 South Street, in philadelphia they met up with another couple that night witnesses stated that the couple left the bar at about 11:45 45 p.m and were last seen walking on south street towards richard's parked vehicle the 2001 dodge pickup truck plan was that richard would drive danielle home um, from philly to her home in new jersey however danielle never made it home And neither did Richard. In fact the couple seemingly vanished off the face of the earth. Danielle's family became worried when Danielle never showed up for her hair appointment the next morning and she also never picked up her son which was very uncharacteristic for Danielle who was a very dutiful mother. Not only has Richard and Danielle never been found but the truck has also never been found and for reference um, i looked up some pictures and the 2001 dodge pickup truck is a pretty large truck and it's not the type of car that could easily go missing and so that's sort of the interesting part about this case is how could two adults and a large truck go missing without a trace because you'd assume that there would be no evidence Um, excuse me, you'd think that there would be more evidence. But as of right now, there really, you know, there have been leads, like the FBI has been looking into different leads, but they really haven't named any suspects, um, and they don't really have a lot of physical evidence that they can work with. So as for the investigation, it has been extremely difficult for investigators and the family to solve this case due to the extreme lack of evidence. There hasn't been any activity on the couple's cell phones or with their bank accounts. There also has not been video surveillance recovered to explain the sudden disappearance. Since 2008, the FBI has been investigating these disappearances as a possible murder-for-hire, but has not named any suspects. And the murder-for-hire theory which at the end we'll talk a little bit about some of the theories, that one seems to be the one that makes the most sense um, just because of the professional nature of their disappearance. I, I find it very unlikely that two people and this huge truck would just be able to seemingly disappear off the face of the earth and not leave behind any evidence, you know, no bank records. Um there's no activity on their cell phones. I mean, they left their kids behind. And so we'll look into that a little bit more, but the FBI has even looked into looking try to find the couple and the truck in the Delaware River because another theory is that maybe perhaps they accidentally drove the truck Into the river and drowned. However, very recently, on March 22nd, 2022, there was a private search and recovery team. Um, Their name is Adventures with Purpose, and they announced that they were actively working on the case. However, so far, nothing has come up from this dive team search to solve Danielle and Richard's case. In 2021, the disappearance continued to be investigated by the Philadelphia Police Department, New Jersey State Police, Mount Laurel Police Department, the Burlington County Prosecutor's Office, and the FBI. So there are a lot of people who are looking into this case, um, as well as, you know, people like me, you know, just kind of internet sleuths who just are interested in the case um, and want to... Discuss possible theories of what happened. The family and the investigators believe that more than likely, just because of the passage of time, the couple is most likely deceased. And that's sort of what I also am thinking, just because this happened in 2005 and it's now, you know, 2022 and so much time has has passed and we haven't found any evidence of them being alive that doesn't mean that they aren't alive and well somewhere but more than likely they're most likely not with us anymore which is very sad. So with no suspects and a lack of evidence let's dive into the current theories. So the first theory is that the couple simply ran away. I mean, they are adults. They have the right to run away um, if they want to. However, both Danielle and Richard were close to their children and their relatives. So the families don't believe that the couple could have possibly ran away. Um, And even if they had run away, there would have been signs. We would have seen more physical evidence like you know belongings from their homes you know gone we would have probably have seen some bank activity like you know money withdrawals I mean if you're going to run away you need funds to be able to survive so more than likely they would have um, gone to the bank and pulled money Um, we would have seen some kind of activity on their credit cards and debit cards Um, and the other piece of evidence that we would eventually see is the car i mean it would have have to have shown up somewhere they were uh driving in richard's pickup truck which is a big truck and it did have pennsylvania license plates and you know when the investigators started looking for Danielle and Richard once it became a missing persons case they would have tried the license plates to try and keep that on everybody's radar and so the fact that we still haven't found this car is pretty remarkable so it's very unlikely that they would have just up and run away and also who goes out you know on night on the town you know at around like eleven thirty, after they've had some drinks and are just like yeah I, I think I'm gonna just run away nobody's gonna do that right I mean that doesn't make any sense if they were planning on running away it would have made a lot more sense for them to have planned it before you wouldn't just go out and then you know have drinks and things like that and be intoxicated and then decide to run away that's just That just doesn't make a lot of sense. The second theory is the murder for hire theory. And this is the one that is the strongest theory due to the professional nature of this disappearance. Many people believe that the couple were likely targeted. The FBI reported that an extensive investigation to date has generated some promising leads However, neither they nor the vehicle have ever been located. With all of these search efforts, whoever caused this couple to disappear, they knew what they were doing to make sure that they wouldn't be recovered. They were able to make two adults completely disappear with no physical evidence. And the FBI just does not believe that a 3,000-pound truck and two grown adults could vanish without a trace, without being slain by a professional hit and I think most people when they're looking at this case that sort of is what makes the most sense um and like I said as of right now they haven't confirmed an actual suspect but just because they haven't confirmed a suspect doesn't mean they you know don't have people of interest and that sort of goes into our next theory our next theory is that Danielle's estranged husband Joe Imbo is responsible and maybe could have hired the hit so maybe he didn't hands-on make Danielle and Richard disappear But perhaps he had, you know, some dark connections and maybe he hired a hit. So the reason why some people think perhaps Daniel's husband, Joe, could be involved in their disappearance is that, well, one, motive. That's the big thing because... It seems pretty random, their disappearance, right? I mean, if somebody did professionally make these two disappear, why? Right? A lot of things in life are just random, but sometimes the simple answers are the right answers. And I personally think that Joe has the most motive. In terms of wanting something bad to happen to these two. Because remember, while they were separated, they were not divorced. And there is evidence that before their disappearance, there were threatening phone calls to Richard from Joe. You know, saying things like, stay away, leave her alone, I'm her husband, etc., And so that's definitely kind of fishy, right? But at this time, Joe has not been formally named a suspect, but he is on the FBI's radar. And I think he should be on our radar too. And of course, everyone is innocent until proven guilty. And so I don't want to say that Joe's absolutely guilty because he has this motive. They still need to have physical evidence to be able to prove without, you know, reasonable doubt that this person, you know, either made these people go missing or killed them or, you know, whichever. So some things on Joe's side, though, is that he does have a strong alibi for the night, And he's also been extremely cooperative through all of the FBI's questioning. He did agree to a lie detector test. Um, However, the results were inconclusive. And, you know, lie detector tests, those are not a foolproof way to determine whether somebody is guilty or not guilty. Um, They don't even use lie detector test results as evidence in court. Just because they aren't incredibly reliable and the results can vary depending on the person's state of mind. Um, And so it just, the fact that he did agree to take a lie detector test does bode well for his innocence because it makes him look not guilty. You know, if I don't have anything to hide, sure, I'll take a, a lie detector test. And like I said, he did have a strong alibi for the night. However, if you have a strong alibi for the night of the disappearance or possible murder, that doesn't mean that he's not involved, right? He could have hired someone to take out Richard and Danielle because he was angry and frustrated. So, like I said, innocent until proven guilty, but a lot of people kind of tie theory two and uh and theory three together the theory two being the it's a professional job and then theory three joe's involvement and so perhaps those two married together makes the ultimate theory that joe who has a motive could have possibly hired someone and take out a hit on this couple Another theory that has been thrown out is that they accidentally drove into the water. However, this is just a theory. Um, All of these are just theories. But this one has the least amount of credibility. The FBI doesn't find this theory credible at all. There would have been physical evidence. Um, Like I said, the truck still hasn't been found. This was a 3,000-pound truck. So if they were driving on a road and accidentally somehow drove into the Delaware River, not only would there more than likely be evidence found in the water when they did the dive, but there would have also been evidence on the side of the road. A lot of times there are railings on the side of the roads or signs. We would have most likely seen tire tracks And, you know, if if they are accidentally driving off the road, more than likely somebody somewhere would have seen it or drove by the accident. I mean, it's it's just not as likely as the other theories just because of the lack of physical evidence. So that is the end of our list of theories and the end of this story for now they are still doing investigations i know that the families are both uh both richard's family and danielle's family are still looking for more evidence you can still submit leads Um, and i will put a link to where you can submit leads if you are familiar with this couple if you've seen anything if you've heard anything um, that would help the police and the investigation team solve this disappearance I mean I'm, I'm hoping that maybe they are still alive and out there um, I really doubt they ran away and put you know their children and their families and friends through all this trouble and you know it would it, you know, it's, it's broken, the hearts of the people in, the, in you know, these families, and you know, they want answers, whether good or bad, and so I really don't think that Daniel and Richard would have just left without saying goodbye. You know, that doesn't really hold up, and their families definitely don't think that that's in their character to do. So, like I said, I will put um, a link down below where you can submit, you know, any information if you know anything about what might have happened to this couple. And I just hope that one day we will get some answers for what happened to them. Thank you so much for joining me. It's goodbye for now, but I hope to haunt you again soon. If you have your own scary story, or a strange encounter, or anything else that falls under the umbrella of mysterious, or chilling, or spooky, you can type it out, and please send it to grimandwhim at gmail.com. That's G-R-I-M-A-N-D-W-H-I-M at gmail.com.